this conference is being recorded. There we go. <laughs> Recording's on. Excellent. Perfect. Yay. Let me just grab my notes here. Sure. Actually, I, I had notes ready. Oh, nice. You're all prepared, James. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I know, uh, Puella, you want to talk about coupon codes today? Yes, yes, we can address yeah. that briefly. Yeah, I, and, uh, and then uh, with Carol, you, uh, you had questions about the landing pages and uh, the downloads, that kind of thing? Absolutely. Okay, perfect. So may, maybe what I'm going to do is uh, I just I want to talk just a little bit at the start about some of the issues that come up with uh, shopping carts and the difference between a shopping cart and a buy now button and uh, some of the things that uh, Puella had opened up a ticket about adding a coupon code uh, to her site and uh, she's using WooCommerce as the as the shopping cart software and PayPal as the payment gateway. So there's a there's a, actually a, a whole bunch of sort of questions that come up um, that you have to that you have to uh, sort of consider when you're doing uh, coupon codes, especially when you're using a shopping cart versus a buy now button. So. Um, do you guys understand the difference between a shopping cart, a payment gateway, and um, like a traditional buy now button? I don't understand the difference between a shopping cart. Oh, a payment gateway is PayPal. That's an is example that... of one, yes. Okay, yeah. I think you should explain them just to be sure. Please clear. Okay, and that's what, yeah. I, that's what I want to do. So, so one of the right things... Now, and. Yes. This, this is kind of, and I'll get to the coupon right away. Do you have to leave, Puella, or do you want to? No, I have a little bit of time, but okay. my concern is not a coupon. My concern is how to add a short code, because it's, it's been done before on my site. Yeah. That someone that I hire on Elance created yeah. a short code in WooCommerce, and my students could add directly a course without having to go necessarily through the description and the you know the course the way set up on the on the theme you know what I mean yes yeah yeah and that's that's and that that's a good question so that that's kind of like having a buy now button even okay. though you're using a shopping cart right so instead of having to add something to a cart you go to direct to checkout that's right yeah yeah so just I'll just sort of sort of touch on the the different uh, kind of payment gateways. Okay. Uh, and and the way shopping carts just so that uh, everyone's kind of clear, and especially if they're listening to this after. So um, there's in WordPress specifically, there's two. Uh, there's one really really big shopping cart plugin, and uh, it used to be independent, but it was recently just purchased by WordPress, and that's WooCommerce. So WooCommerce is a shopping cart. Uh, plugin and it allows you to have all of the features that you would normally have if you go to the grocery store where you put a whole bunch of items into your basket or your cart and then when you're finished shopping uh, you want to check out and pay for those items in the cart and the thing that WooCommerce does really well is that uh, it allows you to basically have uh, products that are digital products that you can put in your cart, but also physical ones. So if you're going to ship a T-shirt or, uh, you know, a physical product to someone, you can put virtual things in your shopping cart or physical things and charge taxes on some, charge taxes on, on not, have detailed descriptions and pictures. So it's a real fully featured um, uh, shopping cart. Now, the thing is with WooCommerce by itself you can do the shopping in, in WooCommerce and you can go to the checkout, but when you go to the checkout, WooCommerce has to take the information that you've given it and the products that you've given it and it has to actually uh, make uh, a transaction or a payment between uh, your credit card or some other form of payment and collect money, right? So. The way that WooCommerce does that is it allows you to hook up the shopping cart to a payment gateway. 
So a payment gateway is different than the shopping cart plugin. They're two separate things. And the two kind of different ways that they work is when you have payment gateways, you, you sometimes have a, a built-in payment gateway or you have a, uh, you have a, a, um, a not built-in payment gateway. And let me explain what that happens. If, for example, you want to use PayPal as your payment gateway and you're using WooCommerce, what happens is you go to the shopping cart, you fill it up, you go to the checkout, and then WooCommerce says, okay, well, all of these items cost $100, and what they do is they bundle up all the information, your details, your shipping address, your name, your email address, uh, the cost of your purchase, and then if you're using PayPal, they'll send it to a third that, that exterior site, PayPal, and say, can you please charge this person this amount? And it actually sends the, the buyer, it sends them to the PayPal site, and the person logs into PayPal, makes any uh, payment details that PayPal asks them, whether it to be to use a credit card on PayPal or use a balance that they have in their PayPal account. And if it's successfully paid, PayPal sends a message back to the shopping cart and says, hey, everything was cool, they paid for it, you should release that product and and ship it to them. It was a successful sale. So on that one, you're going from the shopping cart to PayPal and then from PayPal back to the shopping cart. So you're actually taking people off of your site and in many cases asking them to log in again at a completely different site, which causes a lot of friction for a lot of people, right? It's like, oh yeah, what's my PayPal login? Or I just gave my login on the shopping cart, why am I having to log in again? There's just a lot of questions and um, it can cause problems. So the other kind of gateway is one that's that's built in or it appears built in in the shopping cart and ones that work like that is you can have what's called a PayPal Pro account or a Stripe account or Authorize.net. And what these are is they actually work underneath uh, the surface in the back end and they they uh, WooCommerce will say, okay, here, I need to charge this person this much. And a script in the background that the user doesn't see and you don't see, the buyer doesn't see, the, the vendor doesn't see, what happens is it says to PayPal, charge this person's credit card this amount and let me know if it went through. Or it sends it to Stripe and says, charge this amount and let me know if it goes through. And if those payments are successful, the script sends a message back to the shopping cart to say yes and release it. And the, the person who's buying, they just wait while this happens in the background. And it happens very quickly, takes one or two seconds. And if it's successful, they just get a message that say, here's your download or here's your, you know, here's your uh, confirmation that the purchase was successful. And those ones are a lot better to use because there's less chances for the process to kind of get stuck halfway through. Okay? So... You want to have what's called, uh, you want to have a, a, a gateway that keeps people on your site and you want to use ones like Stripe or PayPal Pro or Authorize.net. Some of those names may be familiar with you and if they're not, just ask us about it in a ticket and we'll see if it makes sense for you to do something like that. But those ones are a lot easier on the buyer and uh, there's less likely chance of a sale getting stuck by someone having to take too many steps if they have to log in to another site. Okay, So there's the payment gateway, and then there's the shopping cart. And WooCommerce is a shopping cart, PayPal, Stripe, Authorize.net. Those are the gateways. Uh -huh. okay. Yeah, great. Thank you. I have a couple of questions. The first one sure. is then, for what, as far as I understand, then the way... The designer of my theme has created a theme. It's a liability more than an advantage because people right now, if they go into a course description, they don't have an opportunity to put another course on the shopping cart. They can only sign up for that one course. That's it. That's correct. So if I want it, because remember, some, I, we spent several months trying to figure out how to do sort of like a la carte yes. kind of yes. shopping, and we couldn't figure it out somehow, but it looks like, if I create products using the shopping cart directly, 
then people still have access to only one description, but they could do what is called continue shopping, right? That's correct. That's correct. But yeah. still, commerce will not display several courses in a la carte mode. It will display one course at a time. Or they can also display categories. They can display categories and subcategories uh, and, you know, different sort of departments. Like if you have different uh, groupings or classifications of, of your products, they can show them as bundles and not as bundles. Mm -hmm. But if I'm not mistaken, the author of your theme, because the way the courses are set up is they're actually hard-coded. And I don't believe that you can actually, um, they have to use the buy now button that's in the theme on the course to actually do it. The thing comes with two versions. One is the version of the course, which yeah. is like you say, it's just one course, one description, you buy or you don't. Yeah. But also the theme has WooCommerce on its own as a plugin, you know what I mean? So yeah. every course corresponds with a product, and those products yeah. is just a WooCommerce shopping cart straight. That's correct. My my concern is that the button that they have, uh, and again, I have to I have to go back and look up my notes on your specific uh, situation, because you're using a uh, a designer theme, and the courses are hooked up specifically to WooCommerce on the pages, and if I'm not mistaken, your uh, developer has it set up that when they make the purchase from uh, WooCommerce, they have to use the button that's on the course because that allows it to associate the purchase of the course and the logged in user so that it shows that they're the one that purchased it. So you'd have to check that. I understand what you're saying. And in theory, yes, it should work. You should be able just to go to, you know, yourdomainname.com forward slash shop and see a listing of all of the courses that are available in WooCommerce because they're in WooCommerce as well. You'd be able to pick them and say add to cart and pick one course or four courses or whatever you want. And when you're ready to check out, you would check out. My concern is that if you did it that way and you did check out that the way that the theme and the courses are designed is that it wouldn't know that that person that purchased it should have access to those four courses. I see. And that's something that ha would have to be checked. It's a matter of doing a test team, right? You secure yeah. them, do a test? Yeah, you, you could test it, yeah. Okay, and the, the original question that brought me in today is to use the short codes. So I sent you a sample because in the ticket queue that we had, you yeah. asked me if I had some sample. I sent you one. Yeah. Or it was this morning. I don't know if you had a chance to look at it or not. Cause yeah, I haven't looked at it yet. So Okay. Yeah. So I don't but know I'll if go you take a look. Yeah. yeah, thank yeah. you. So okay. just to give an idea. Yeah, and the thing is with uh, with shopping carts and shopping carts and specifically with uh, coupons is – one of the things I just want to make sure that, and this comes up all the time, is we get a re request that someone says, can you please make a coupon uh, mm -hmm. so that people can have 20% off? Yeah. And then that's all, that's all they say is they want 20% off. Right. And you go, okay, that's, that's great. Um, the problem is if you have a shopping cart uh, and you have a coupon, you have to designate in that coupon, mm -hmm. is the coupon good for one individual product or is it good for um, whatever someone puts in the shopping cart yeah, and can it be used yeah can, yeah and i just want to i just want to go over this just so that people understand if they're listening to this after is so you have to say if i'm going to do a coupon you have to be specific and say i want this coupon to apply to for for example all purchases or an individual product or a shopping cart full of stuff, or is it going to be used once? So can someone bought, you know, use the same coupon 12 times at 12 different purchases, or do they only get to use it once? You can also say with coupons, you can say only new customers can use the coupons. Existing customers can't use the coupons. Mm -hmm. 
So you have to make sure that you're specific when you request a coupon so that you designate and say, hey, you know what? This coupon is a one-time use only. It's for new customers, and it can be applied to the purchase of one product or all products in a single shopping session. And, and WooCommerce and many shopping carts allow you to do all of those variations, but it's just a good idea to really be specific and think about it up front. Um, you know, what, it, what do I really want this to apply to? And I'll give you an example. Let's say you have some lead magnet products and the products are, you know, $20 a piece. And then you also have your coaching program, which is $2,000. Yeah, and, and you go and you say, okay, great, give a coupon for 50% off because you're sending it to people who, you know, who have the coupon or, for example, and you think they're going to buy a $20 product and you want to, you know, get them started for $10. For some yeah. person who might be even an existing customer who might even already have an account with you and really likes what you're doing, they may get the coupon and if it applies to the coaching program, they get your coaching program at half off. Mm -hmm. Is that what you intended? Maybe, maybe not. So you just have to be careful. Uh, it's easier to be, uh, you know, think through some of these things up front as opposed to having to tell someone who's just given you $1,000 instead of $2,000 saying, sorry, here's your money back, or sorry, you owe me another $1,000 because it's the coaching program and I really didn't mean the coupon to apply to it. I see. Okay? Yeah. So just be, just you know, I, I try and be as specific as possible about what you want the coupon to apply to, and then mm -hmm. how you want it to be applied, and to whom, how often. So just kind of think of those things. They'll they'll they're easy to set up, but they you know there's just some choices there. And the last thing we want to do is create a coupon for someone that causes you to uh, have a problem with a customer because it got applied in a way that you didn't think. Uh, you know, you weren't considering up, up front. Okay. Right. So the, the coupon codes, I know there is a plugin for WooCommerce coupon short codes. Um, and uh, that one, um, that one has to take a, a look at if you want to hide some contents. The thing that you're talking about with the coupon is you can actually structure in WooCommerce a, a buy now button that takes people directly to the checkout with the coupon code already applied. So if if you have a, let's say for example, Puella, you're selling a course and the course is $49 and you want a $20 off coupon for this specific course. What can happen is we create the course, it's uh, the coupon, it's $20 worth $20 and we make the coupon so that it's only available on this particular course or grouping of courses yeah. for new and existing customers. And then that buy now button, you can send an email out that says here, click here um, to buy the course with the $20, you know, $20 discount already applied. When someone clicks to it, it'll bring them directly to the checkout page and it'll say, you know, course details, price $49 and underneath it'll say uh, $20 discount coupon, uh, you know, free gift less $20, and then it'll charge them $29 when they check out. Okay. okay, so is that the kind of thing you were looking for? Yeah, well, that, one thing is the buy now button, another thing is the coupon. You know, the coupon can apply, like you said, can apply to, to the whole card, shopping cart, can apply to a product, we can apply yeah. to different things, right? Yes. So one thing is the coupon, which thank you for explaining that, because that's very important details. Yes. So when I ask you guys to create a coupon, to be very specific. That's right. But another thing is to have a buy now button, button which is just like, like I send you this sample, right? Like I sell this whole dance, music dance anthology yeah. for my students. And I want to sell the anthology as a whole, but I also want to give them a chance to buy each album separately. Okay. And I want to have it in the same interface. I don't want to, if the anthology has 12 albums, I don't want to create 12 different courses with 12 different products. I'd rather have it all in the same screen. And yep. if they want to just purchase an album individually, they can just click buy now. They go to check out, they purchase, they download it, period. That's it. Yep. Okay. So there's a, that's, a, that's actually a bundle. So basically what you're doing is you're bundling a group of products together, correct? Well, the anthology comes in a zip. 
So if they buy the whole thing, it's cheaper, of course, and it comes yeah. in the zip. And in that zip file, they have all of the albums. Yeah. But I also want to give them the chance because not all dancers have 100 and something dollars to buy a whole anthology. So yeah. I also want to give them a chance to purchase the album separately. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the only way I know uh, I, that could be set up with WooCommerce itself um, uh, as it relates, again, to your particular theme and the way your courses are structured, um, yeah, I think it would have to be done directly in WooCommerce, not in the actual course mechanism. But I know for sure that there is a way to create short codes and the button can appear right there because it's been done before for me. Yeah. But was that done through the theme or was it done through WooCommerce, those those short codes? Those short codes came from WooCommerce. Okay. Yeah. So if you use a bundle short code, like the short, the short codes, like you can do a direct checkout buy now link with a short code. There's actually a plugin called WooCommerce Quick Buy and it has like a short code that's got, um, you know, Quick Buy link and then it's got a item or package five or product five. And, and what it does is it'll bring them right to the checkout and a, the, it puts the buy now button wherever the short code is. And is that a strip plugin or is it a paid plugin? Um, that one, I, I, the one that I'm aware of, um, let me just double, I'll look at it right now. There's one. Uh, it looks like it's free. It's actually called WooCommerce Quick Buy. So if you look at, if you do a search on the repository for WooCommerce Quick Buy, mm-hmm. it says add Quick Buy buttons uh, to redirect the user to checkout immediately when they click on uh, the Buy button. When the user clicks the button, the current product will be added to cart and the user will be redacted to the cart page. Okay, and then they can they can pay for it and they can download That's the correct. Message. Yeah. You can set yeah. it up for download, right? Not yeah. for a streaming, but for download. Yeah, and the Quick Buy link allows you to put, for example, the product ID. So if you had, you could actually do two short codes. You could do one that's got the anthology, for example, and then you could have one for the uh, original course. So a a lot of times you see this done where, for example, let's say someone's telling, selling uh, on the individual course page, it says, uh, click here to buy this course or click here to buy all courses. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? It's like on an each page, you'd have the buy now button for the individual course, and you'd have another second button that says buy the anthology and get all of the courses at a discount kind of thing. Okay, so can we create a mock page and see how that works? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Yeah. So I would just test can it you out. Do, yeah, just, yeah. Just put a ticket in and say, can you please create a, a dummy page to test um, the uh, the WooCommerce Quick Buy short codes? Should I just follow up on the ticket that we have already open that says WooCommerce short code, or you want me to open a brand new ticket? Do it on the one that has a short code there, and I'll, I'll okay, work perfect. on it personally. Okay, okay. excellent. Does yeah, that help then? Very helpful, and probably it's going to help other people in the future too, yeah. you know, the clients of yours. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And then when you say about the login problem with PayPal, that kind of worried me. Have I, you know, is the well, you know what? It, it's it. It really depends, and I'm glad you're bringing that up. So the question is, you know, is it is it okay to use PayPal where people have to go to a PayPal account to purchase as opposed to staying on the site? And here here's my personal thing on it. If you have customers that are comfortable with PayPal, have a PayPal account. They're people that, and PayPal's, you know, PayPal's very popular. There's, in North America, there's no issues uh, with PayPal. Like, everyone kind of knows who it is that's right. been online for any time. So it's not a big deal. But if you have customers, for example, that might be in foreign countries or uh, users who are, uh, you know, that are, are very uh, non-technical and a little bit wary of stuff, um, it may it may even help to have PayPal because they know what PayPal is, they know how it works. Not a big issue. If you have yeah. someone who's really you know who and who's really scared about making payments online, if they have you know they might be short, uh, told to you know uh, 
e-commerce is scary. You know, your, you your know, credit card details. There are very few left on the planet. Those must have been some dinosaurs because <laughs> e-commerce has been around now for 20 years. And you I never know. know. You never know. Um, not, but you know you, you've got you've got to fit the you've got to pick the gateway that is com- that supports the level of the customers that you have. Sure. Okay. Sure. So but having said that, having yeah. said that, the only thing is that the one goal for most marketing companies when they come to shopping cart conversions is you mm-hmm. want to it's called removing the friction between yes. the checkout and the purchase, right? right so right. the less number of steps the easiest and I'll give you I'll give yeah. you a good example yeah, with that's the, my with, yeah with stripe for example if you have stripe set up natively when when you go buy now stripe opens up a little pop up on top of the on top of the page and it says uh, you know here's the product you're buying here's the amount and it says give me your email address your credit card number your credit card expiry and your CVV and click buy now that's it it's done. Yeah. Whereas if you do something with, um, you know, with WooCommerce and a regular PayPal, it's like you have to fill in your name, your billing address, your credit yeah. card details, fill in a, a username and password, then click, you know, buy now, then go to uh, PayPal, log into PayPal, pick mm-hmm. how if you're going to pay with your existing PayPal balance or you're going to pay with a credit card. Yes. Click there, wait for it to charge, go back to the others. So there's like 12 more steps, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. one okay. step or 12. So you want to minimize it. Yes, definitely. And um, But a Stripe is a pace. You have to pay up front some setup fee and then a monthly fee and all of nope. that? No, Stripe, Stripe is free. Hmm. Stripe is free. And and actually, uh, Stripe, uh, the the only thing with Stripe, and I, I'm glad you asked this, like here's here's two issues. They have a Stripe is a payment gateway that mm-hmm. only does credit cards. And then you have PayPal Pro, mm-hmm. which is your PayPal account, plus it does credit cards just like Stripe. But here's the difference. Stripe, when you get a, a sale in Stripe, when you start off, you have to wait five business days before Stripe gives you your money. Mm-hmm. When you do it in PayPal, it goes directly into your PayPal account the me- uh, immediately, right? You you, you yeah. get your money PayPal account. But you can one what of you the want. money transferred to your bank. It takes two or three business days. Um, well, yeah, it does. But if you have the PayPal credit card, you can just withdraw it with your credit card or use your credit card. It's available to you. If you need okay? it, sure. Yeah, if if you want to. So that's one way of doing it. The Stripe. The, the Stripe one, um, the other thing uh, that it requires, and both of them require, is that you have to have uh, HTTPS. You have to have SSL enabled okay. on yeah, your Yeah, so you have to have pay for a secure server thing. Technic- and you know what? That's a, another good question. This one's really important. In the past, you had to pay extra for an SSL certificate. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone now that actually hosts with us at WP Blog Support, um, we provide SSL uh, free now to customers. I see. Because okay. it's part of cPanel now, so um, you can actually get free SSL certificates. So that means because you're asking to do Stripe then. Well, Stripe, Stripe, uh, you know, I, we use Stripe and we use PayPal Pro. We use both of them. I see. And the difference, PayPal Pro, you have to pay a monthly fee, right? Well, that's correct. That's correct. PayPal Pro costs uh, $30, uh, I believe, in the States a month for mm-hmm. the PayPal Pro right. service. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Stripe is free. And I believe I believe both of them charge 2.9% uh, and then plus the visa fees uh, on your transactions. Yeah, got it. So that's, but both work that's well. Both are, both are great. Both have great reporting. Um, again, no real differences between the two, other than I think PayPal actually takes more credit cards. So Stripe okay. is very good for a Visa, American Express, MasterCard. But if you want to take Discover cards, debit cards, um, other things, then PayPal is probably a better choice. Otherwise, if somebody really wants your product, they are going to put the name there and they are going to fill out the form and this is going to... Yep. 
I'm yep. gonna pay for it. Yep. I mean, I do it when I have to do it. You just, you know, do every sign that. Yep. Yep. I do feel like that before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you. Okay. It's very informative. Now I'm finishing up this to reply to this ticket, so we get this done, and then I will. I don't take any more of your time. So, what exactly you want me to write so you remember what just, you need just to say? Do? Please, please, uh, please create a uh, test page with mm-hmm. the WooCommerce Quick Buy plugin enabled. Okay. With a with the a WooCommerce. Buy Now button for an individual product and a Buy Now button for a bundle. Okay. So let's see. Create a test page. Yep. Was the dummy page to test your idea of the WooCommerce what? Quick Buy plugin. Quick Buy plugin. Yeah. Plugin for the with bundle. Both, yeah, with both an individual product and a product bundle. Both product and a bundle, right? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. I'm going to send you this right now, and I Perfect. look forward to see what that looks like. Thank you so okay. much. James. No problem. Take care. Okay, Carol. Bye bye. Okay, Carol, let's get going. Landing pages. <laughs> okay, that was a quick shift. <laughs> there we go. Next. <laughs> Next. Yes. I feel like I'm on the conveyor belt. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I know that one was important because there's lots of stuff that comes up with that. So I just wanted to go over it. And the recordings here, so pe- hopefully people will listen to it. And... I said that it was really great. I learned tons. That's, um, and can I make a quick question about it? Sure. Um, because you have a different um, shopping cart than WooCommerce. That's correct. And what one is that? I have one um, called WHMCS. And that one is specifically for web hosting companies and companies that have to provision services. And I'll give you, uh, I'll give you, and, and actually it stands, WHM is Web Host Manager Complete Solution. That's what it stands for. And we've been using this for a long, long time because we have a hosting company and because we have the Funnel Kits uh, service and uh, the WP Keen social media posting, we have a whole bunch of services and those services, what happens when someone buys with WHMCS, it will actually create a web hosting account and a WordPress site for them. So it that's provisions, great. yeah, it provisions services, and that's what it's really good at. Um, if I just use WooCommerce, WooCommerce has no idea what WordPress is, and a and and it can't make a hosting account. There's no connection for it, so we okay. we can't use WooCommerce or Easy Digital Downloads, or Paid Membership Pro, or any of these other kind of membership or shopping cart plugins. They don't have provisioning. So we use WHMCS at WP Blog Support. Okay. What, what was this Easy Digital Download? Is easy that- Digital Download, yeah. That's it. That's it. That's the two, the two shopping carts that are worthwhile in my opinion, on WordPress are Easy Digital Downloads and WooCommerce. Easy Digital Downloads uh, was designed uh, essentially at the start for uh, to be a shopping cart for selling digital downloads or virtual goods. It's not wasn't set up intentionally for selling physical goods like T-shirts and that kind of thing, right? Okay. So if you're if you're just selling digital goods like ebooks and and ones that require a download, Easy Digital Downloads is a great solution. Okay. And and okay. Easy Digital Downloads is usually the one I use with LearnDash as well to sell courses. Okay. Because they they work really well together as well. Now, can you describe LearnDash a bit for me? Yeah, sure. Um, and I don't want to lose my chance to talk about landing pages, but I am thinking about, like, why not just put a course on ClickBank, for example? Um, you mean you mean on um, not uh, not ClickBank, but are you talking about the um, uh, uh, the names just left me? The Campus Place there. Uh, Udemy. Yeah, 
Are you talking about you to me? Well, I've I've seen people, you know, where they've got their courses, say, on Zendesk or at ClickBank, and basically somehow, in other words, they're not, they may be um, advertising it, having a page, describing it on their website, but somehow the sale goes through this other place. Yeah, ClickBank. Okay, yeah. So okay. that's that, that ClickBank is ClickBank is kind of like uh PayPal. It's a okay. it's a payment gateway and a um a, the thing with ClickBank that is important is ClickBank has a built-in affiliate network. Okay. So what what ClickBank is is it's a third-party service that allows people who are selling digital goods to uh, basically uh, sell their products through their payment system, through their payment gateway. And it allows you to just use a buy now button, takes a person to ClickBank, ClickBank takes a transaction and gives the result, gives the amount to you, and they'll take a little bit of money themselves. But the other thing they do is, because uh, it's a directory of products and services, there's affiliates that can say, you know what? Oh, I want to I want to uh, earn a commission from selling that particular product in your directory. So they can they can you know see your product and they can refer people to your product and get a commission for referring people. So it's kind of like Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. If you're an Amazon affiliate, you can just say, here's a great book. And use your Amazon affiliate link and get a commission, correct? Right. Yeah, so ClickBank is very similar for marketers. It started off more for internet marketers. It's like all the internet marketers who were selling courses and information, how to products, it became a, a large uh, community payment gateway and affiliate network of people who were like minded that were selling these same how to products and uh, who wanted to sell products to their readers and and subscribers and earn a commission by referring other people in the community. Gotcha. Yeah. So ClickBank, here's the thing with ClickBank. Um, When I first started 20 years ago, I used ClickBank exclusively because uh, it was just a great way to get started. However... ClickBank right now can still be used, but just understand they're going to take some of the money. And if you're thinking you're going to get rich just because ClickBank has a big uh, network of affiliates to promote products, um, you know, it's very, very hard to gain any traction at ClickBank now if you're just starting out just because there's so many people yelling and screaming about being the greatest. In my opinion, they're almost like the Donald Trump of marketers, right? (laughs) It's like, who can yell and scream the loudest about how good they are? So that's, uh, you know, you just have to be careful. And and the thing is that if you look at the products at ClickBank, I know in the past, you know, it's like how to get rich, how to do, you know, things like that, things about money makers. And there's just, it's not, in general... I'm saying it now. This one, like Hillary Clinton, in, ge- in general, half of the products there are not worth the amount they're charging. Right. People just throw stuff together and put it up on ClickBank. Right. So you have to be very careful. Okay. Right. Yeah. So that that's ClickBank. Now the other one you mentioned was LearnDash, and right. LearnDash, LearnDash is something called an LMS, which is a learning management system or learning management software. And what uh, LearnDash is about is, think of it this way. When you have, when you have like, there, there's three stages to most uh, how-to businesses. It's like the first stage is I'm going to sell a product. So I use ClickBank or PayPal, or I sell my book or my uh, how-to course or my Kindle book. But you're selling a product, right? And then after Mm -hmm. that, you go, you know what? I've got five products. I'm going to have a membership site. So you put all of the the, uh, products that you have in one 
site and you charge people in general either a flat fee yearly or a one-time fee or a monthly fee for access to those products. So that's a membership site, right? Right. Now, the thing is that a lot of people started membership sites, but what happened was someone would join for one month, either download everything or look at everything and go, eh, I watched the first video, not interested. And they, they never did anything. They never followed right. up. They, they didn't complete the lessons. They didn't do any of the work. They complained that it didn't work. But if you go, well, did you watch the video? They'd say, uh, no. Well, there was no way to test them. There was no way to give them information in a dripped fashion. So they saw video one and didn't get to see video two until after they finished video one. So what happened is that there's that learning management software, which LearnDash is, a, is the best one in my opinion. It works directly. It's a plug-in for WordPress. And what it does is all of those things. It allows you to have not only a membership site where you have, can have a bunch of courses that are available uh, for purchase, but it also allows you to re re drip the content so they, they don't get to see... And again, this is you can do this or not do this. It's up to you on how you set it up, but it has the option to be done. You can drip the content so they only get to see video two after they've finished watching video one. And they only get to see video three, um, you know, after, as an example, they've watched one and two. So you can drip the content and you can also make it so, for example, that uh, video one comes out week one, video two comes out week two, video three comes out week three kind of thing. You can drip it that way as well. You can also make the courses or the content available based on quizzes. So you can also have quizzes in there and the quizzes say, you know, have the questions that relate to the particular lesson or topic that you're covering. And you can say, you know what, they're not allowed to go to visit, uh, video two unless they've got a 60% average on the quiz. If they only have 55% of the questions right on the quiz, they don't get video two. Okay? So you can do assignments, quizzes, and this, you know, based on those things, they allow more content to be given than to it. The other thing is, is you can do certification. So a lot of times you'll see people say, you want to be a certified, you know, uh, a cake maker. Well, these are the courses you have to take. These are the lessons and topics. These are the quizzes. These are the assignments. If you complete them all, we'll give you your, um, you know, your, uh, your, uh, you pass the course. And you're certified as a, in our opinion, you have, so you can have your own, own course certifications. So it's just a real detailed way a smart way to be serious about the information. Now, the thing that is great about this is it makes people accountable, right? Mm -hmm. It means if, if you've got a community of users or viewers or people, you know, that are trying to learn what you're teaching, um, if, if they, you, you can tell if they did the work or didn't do the work. So if someone says, oh, your stuff doesn't work, you can say, okay, well, we've got 44 videos on how to do this, and I can see from... Um, you know, your account, you've only done two videos out of the 44. So what do you mean it doesn't work? So it okay. gives you more of a, a teacher-student relationship. Okay? So if, if, you know, if you ever want a campus like that, I call it a campus, we have uh, campuswp.com, which is our site, and we have ready-made campuses for you. So what gotcha. happens with that is you say, look, I want a campus to sell, um, you know, my, uh, my, my courses on dream interpretation, what have you, uh, and uh, I want to teach people how to do the same thing, or I want to teach people how to interpret this, and I've got these seven courses, I want to put them in, and I want to have tests for people, and I want to, you know, certify people or I just want to drip content over a set period of time and make sure that people actually watch the courses and uh, I want to charge them for it. We can have a campus set up in under 24 hours for you. Okay. Okay. Do you understand that one's okay? That makes sense? 
Yep. Okay. Now, landing pages. Back to landing pages. Back to landing okay. pages. Okay. Yep. Now, uh, in your case, what we did is, first of all, we have the landing page, um, or you set the, la the landing page up. The one thing is that we put the download in the media library for WordPress. Okay? And if I'm not mistaken, by default, those are no follow, can't look in folders. If they're in the media library. That's right. Okay. Okay. So we, we put it there. So like if you go and try and, and actually uh, search through that media library, you can't find it. Wait a minute. That's... Um I'm I'm there and I'm okay. Looking. A user, like if you're if you're a user, let's say just someone who says, "Oh, I heard that Carol has a great book." Right. And I want I want to go download her book. Gotcha. They they like they can't just go and go you know carolchapmanlive.com and then forward slash wp hyphen content forward slash uploads. Like if they go to that URL, mm -hmm. it shows a 404 page. Oh, okay. Yeah, I uploaded. I'm the one that put them in yeah. the media. Yeah. And um, so I've got three uh, new things that I've uploaded yep. to media. So you're yep. saying those are automatically protected. Without yeah, well, they're, they're automatically protected, and, and here's a, an example. They're automatically protected as long as someone doesn't have the direct link to them. Okay, sure. Okay, so if, if someone has the, 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 you know, the unique URL specifically that has wp-content forward slash uploads forward slash 2016 forward slash uh, September forward slash this is the title of my book dot PDF. If they know that URL, then they'll be able to download it. Okay. But but if someone was searching for it, or let's say they were on you, you know, looking on on uh, on Google, and they put the title of the book in, the title of the book is not going to show them the exact URL of the PDF. Okay. So in this case. Um, you know, there are some things in the media that it's important just to make it easier that yep. it be carolchapmanlive.com and in just one word, like yep. dreams. In this case, yep. it might be better that the URL is one of those with strange things in it that goes on for a while so that people can't just guess it. Yeah, you could Isn't do that. that. And, and, and one of the things you can do is something called safe redirect. Okay. And what's it, what a safe redirect is, it's just a link that you make up. And it says, when anyone clicks on this link, actually go to this link. Oh. Okay, so you a lot of times, if you, sometimes you see uh, a URL that says, like, carolchapman.live forward slash go forward slash 73XYZ9678. And right. that's just a that's just a weird link out of the blue, but it it links to some other page or some other resource, and it doesn't have a big long URL. It's just a simple one. Like I have those. Um, for example, if you go to the if you go to uh, uh, what is the one? Just trying to think of the one that I have because I have one I think called tools or resources. Yeah, I can't remember which one that I set up, but we had set one up like that that does that as well. So it uses a just a word an easy word, and I know that everything in that folder underneath it is a link to a product or service, for example, or a download or an image or a checklist or a PDF. Okay, is that the kind of thing you wanted to do? 
Um, I, I'm not sure. Okay. I feel, I don't understand the second thing you talked about, this faith redirect, but yeah, it's I a, do. Yeah, it's a plug-in. It's a plug-in, and what it does is it allows you to make up URLs. Mm-hmm. So you, you make up the link. You, you make up the link, and it says carolchapmanlive.com uh, forward slash, and then you make up whatever you want after that. And then what it says, if someone clicks that link, I'm going to actually, I'm not, I'm going to send them to this, this link instead. So it's just a way to hide links. It's like, I this is the under, link. I, I, I understand that part. The only thing I don't understand is how is that going to make things harder to find something? Um, well, the only reason it's, it, it is and it isn't. Um, it, you can make a link up that is just a link that's a bunch of gobbledygook, right? Right. And if someone searches it, it, you can have it in a folder that's not indexed, as an example. So it's just it's a link that you have that you give to people, but it's not one that's in the public, and it doesn't make any sense. There's no keywords or phrases. It's not something someone could guess, right? Right as opposed to a name that someone could guess. That's right. all the difference is. But I don't think personally you have to do that. With, with your products and services, I wouldn't get too hung up about it. I would just keep them where they are in the media library, put a link directly to them in the pages or emails or the posts that you're sending to your customers so that it's and have a no follow on it. And that just means that, you know, it's not going to be indexed. It's not going to be followed the link. And the only time someone gets it is when they click on that specific link wherever it is. Okay, so what what I've done is I've made a page yep. using the Thrive Theme Editor. editor. Yeah. And I love it. It's okay, really what's wonderful. Okay, what's the page? The page, let me see. Let it's me on carolchapmanlive.com? Yep, it's on Carol Chapman Live. And what is cool, it automatically gives it a strange URL. So it's carolchapmanlive.com forward slash question mark page underscore ID equals. Yeah, it's not published yet. It's not published. Oh, that's because it's not published. Yeah. Okay. I won't be able to see it yet. So you, oh, you when okay. you pub, when you publish it, when you publish it, there'll be a it'll give it a regular URL. Oh, that's why I thought that it had on on its own given it this funny URL. Well, it's just good. a holding one. It's just a holding one. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um so you can send that to me after. You have to put you, you if you want to, you know, send me the link so I or at least the title of it so that I know when we go in to edit it. That's why I yeah. was asking for the link. I didn't know if it was a if it was a published page that you had done or if it was a draft or what have you. It's a draft. Yeah. So just change the type. Make sure the the slug. You know, give it the slug that you want. Save it as a draft and let us know which one it is. Okay. And James, what is a slug? A slug? Those are those slimy things in the... No, they're not. The, the slug is is the part of the URL that comes after the .com. Oh, okay. So if you have carolchapmanlive.com forward slash, and then you have the slug, which is, for example, about, or contact us, or what have you. And the thing is with the slugs is you cannot have spaces in the slugs. Okay. You have to have either a hyphen or no spaces between words. Okay, so that's why automatically when you make a post and you put a title, the post is called carolchapmanlive.com forward slash and then whatever the title is with hyphen. That's correct. And that's, that's by default. That's by default. But WordPress, w- WordPress does that automatically, but you don't have to keep the slug 
the same as the title. You can change the slug to whatever you want after the fact. Okay, yeah. I so, keep it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, you can keep it the same. That's fine, too. It's because I'm using Yoast SEO, and yep. you get points for yep. keeping it the same. Yep. Yeah, so okay. again, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Just make sure that you're using keywords uh, in it. And the real, the real here, th this is, here's an example of that safe redirect thing. Okay, so let's say, for example, you have a book, uh, you write a post about your book, and the title of the post is um, Bridge Crossing Dream Interpretations Explained by Carol as an example. So you got nine words there, right? right? So if you look at if you look at the slug, if you save that, the slug is going to be carolchapmanlive.com dream hyphen bridge hyphen crossing hyphen interpretations hyphen by hyphen and it's just a big big long one. And so if you're talking to someone face to face and you say, well, yeah, I've got this great thing about bridge crossing dream interpretations. Just go to my site and then go to, and then you try and give them this big long URL. You're right. They're lost, right? Yeah. So one of the things you can do is you can use that safe redirect plugin to also have a link just called DreamBook. So you can have carolchapmanlive.com forward slash DreamBook. And when you're talking to someone, you can just say, yeah, go to carolchapmanlive.com DreamBook. Gotcha. And it will, it will redirect them. Even though, they, even though they type that in, it will redirect them to the big, long post with the big, long title. Okay. Okay? So it's just an easy way to simplify really, really long URLs. Oh, and this give is you like, like Bitly. Same idea. Same idea. But Bitly Bitly is it's always going to be B I T dot L Y question mark seven D hyphen. You know, it's going to be kind of ones that hard, right? It's a lot yeah. easier to say to someone, uh, go to Carol Chapman Live dot com forward slash dreambook than it is to go to B I T dot L Y question and then so gotcha. it's just another way to shorten long URLs that okay. are used, yeah, that can be used. Well, remember, I put pretty link. I asked you yep, to put same the idea. plug in. Yeah. And um, anyway, so that's... Pretty links right. will do the same thing. <clears throat> pretty links yeah. will do the same thing as a safe redirect. Okay. So I didn't publish this first. It's actually a download page. Not a landing page, but a, okay. the actual download That's page. That's fine. And I didn't publish it because I wanted some changes done. And sure. I also didn't want it to be easy to find. Okay. Well, just and, you know, change the title and save it and uh, put the slug to where you want and save it as a draft. Okay. Which I've done. Okay. Okay, so here's the next thing. So I've got the media uploaded. Yeah. And I have a draft of the download page. Yeah. Next, I want a landing page. So in other words, the people on my list, I'm going to send them a broadcast. Yeah. And I'm going to be giving them a gift, which is going to be the link Yep. to where they can download this particular thing. Yep. But so all those people, I have their email address. But now yep. I want to put a bonus gift with a link in a book. And that link has to go to a um, landing page so that I can get their email. Yeah. Yeah, so, so what you want to do on that one is yeah. uh, you, you want to create a landing page and you want to have an opt-in on the landing page. And the opt-in, what you want to do is when people successfully opt-in, you want to bring them to uh, the, uh, either that download page or whatever download page. But that's the second part 
of the opt-in. So it only gets shown to them when they've successfully opted in on, on, the, on the, the new landing page. Okay. So can I, um, you know, to the download page, okay, I'm trying to write while I'm talking, which I yeah. can't do. Yeah, and that, well, the <laughs> thing is, on this one, this really depends with, with Thrive Themes. It depends on which autoresponder service you're going to be using with it. Okay. Because when, when, you, when you use Thrive Themes and Thrive mm -hmm. Lead Pages, for example, Thrive Lead Pages, you let's say you create an opt-in page or an, a landing page with an email opt-in on it. Um, what happens is that Thrive Lead says, uh, connect this opt-in page to this autoresponder service. Okay. So if you're using FunnelKits.com or WP Sendy or whichever one you end up using, if, if you're using it, um, what happens from there is when you set, set that opt-in up, it's going to say one of the choices that you get is when someone successfully opts in, where do you want to send them? Do you want to send them to page A or page B or keep them on the same page? Um, do they have to have a double opt-in? Are you going to send them an email and ask them to click it to have the double opt-in? So that really depends on which one that you're, you're going to use. And isn't talking about the double opt-in, isn't yep. that uh, recommended? So then yeah, it, it is. It is. Um, you know, again, that's uh, you have to be comfortable with stuff in the CAN-SPAM Act, which is about, you know, whether or not you've, you've got these emails. Um, uh, people have opted in. It should be double opt-in. Uh, so, okay. you know, it's like you've got to send an email to them that says, hey, you just click this link, click here to verify the opt-in, and then it goes back. So some people don't do it. Some people do. That's totally up to you. But it has to be set up with either opt single opt-in or double opt-in. And then whichever one of those you choose, you're going to have to have that download page as the, the, the page that they go to after opting right. in. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of the double opt-in. and. Yep. Don't the Thrive themes have these lovely pages that say thank you or, you know, and now this is one, two, three? Absolutely. Okay. Those are great templates. They're already built in. Yeah. And a lot of times what will happen is if, uh, let's say, for example, if you go to, uh, you want to see one work now, actually? Yep, I do. Okay, go to um, go to uh, go to marketablog.com. All right. So you want me to register? Yeah, and I'm just going to, uh, yeah, go to marketablog.com and, and register there. Okay. Ah, those one, two, threes. Yeah. So this is a double opt-in. You've successfully signed up. Please follow the steps to complete the process. I love this. Okay, now the thing is with this one, on this page, I only put I put two links, but you can have a bonus link on here, right? Please explain. Like you can you can put you can put another opt in here. Like an upsell. An upsell or a cross sell here? Yeah, absolutely. Or a cross sell. Yeah. Doesn't that make it confusing? The main thing I want is this person's email. Address. Yeah, well, you've got it anyway. You've got it, right? Right. Hopefully you've got it. They, they still have to opt in, but they still have to confirm the email. But, you know, if they don't, you can give them another another option here that says, uh, hey, this is a one-time one thing here. Click here to buy the course for $7 or whatever. Like how you've got yours down at the bottom. Yeah, get unlimited small jobs, tweaks, and fixes done in your WordPress site. 
Okay, I'm going to click on that. And I love that it's a nice big red bar. Yeah. You know, you can have a coupon code on there that says... that says something along the lines of, you know, hey, get, you know, use this coupon for uh, this one-time coupon for you, for example, uh, and uh, you get 25% off on the first month or you get a first month free but using this link only. Gotcha. Okay, I like that. That's something to shoot for in yep. the future. Future, yeah. Yep, that's great. But that, that's a Thrive the- that that page... That opt-in is all Thrive Themes, and that whole site is marketablog.com. That entire site is technically uh, just a Thrive uh, opt-in page as a landing page, and that's it. Gotcha. So this, and what theme is that? Uh, It's not a theme. It's just the Thrive landing page. Oh, you're kidding! I missed that. I guess yeah. my brain didn't I, I, want it. Instead of having that. a land, yeah. And here, here's an example uh, for a landing page. Instead of doing wpblogsupport.com marketing opt-in, I just have I put the landing page on its own site called marketablog.com. Oh, so it's easy, you know. it's, easy, it's easy to say to someone, "Oh, you want to, you know, you want to see our our checklist, our blog marketing blueprint? Go to marketablog.com." I noticed in those um, default landing pages, they had there in the Thrive Lead, there were a number of um, home pages. Home page landing. They have those as well. They have those as well. But yours is just a straight landing page. I think so, yeah. I can't remember. I did it a while ago. Yeah. These looks. So good. Okay, go. Okay, does that help out? Absolutely. Good. Okay. That was a good call. I'm glad I recorded it. Yeah. There was a lot of good stuff. Yeah. All righty. Okay, awesome. Did you turn the recording off now? No. Do you want me to? Well, I probably, uh, you know, you wanted to know why my site automatically posts to Facebook.